It's another day, I'm another John, and this is Another Note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled, An Angel is Waiting. And our scripture reference today is taken from Matthew 28, verses 1 through 10. As always, may the Lord add his blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. I've been thinking about the angel in Matthew's resurrection story. Surely, God didn't need the angel to remove the stone from the tomb. Typically in the Bible, angels are messengers. The word means to bring tidings. Angels, therefore, are messengers from God. But this angel had to do some heavy lifting as well. What struck me most about Matthew's telling is what the angel was doing when the Marys approached the empty tomb. In most biblical stories, angels appear to someone. This one did not. He first rolled back the stone and then he sat on it. I'm convinced there are no wasted words in scripture. Seemingly irrelevant details were included to tell another part of God's great story. I'm not suggesting we should force every word to mean something, but we also shouldn't gloss over every word just because we think we know what happened in a story. So my question about Matthew's angel was, why was he just sitting there? I don't know what I would have wanted him to be doing. It just seems strange for a heavenly being to be taking a break. Here are a few first thoughts about the angel sitting on the rock. Maybe it was a sign of victory. Putting the stone there was the world's way of proving they had extinguished the life of Christ. Now, with heaven shining from the tomb, the tomb marker has become a piece of furniture. Maybe it was to impress to the Marys that he had moved the stone. In another telling, the women had been questioning who would move the stone once they got to the tomb. What do you think of the angel sitting there? And let's consider what lessons we can learn from him as well. The truth is, like the angels, God doesn't need us to do his work. If we believe God is the creator of all things, surely we can trust the Almighty could have moved the rock alone. But we are incorporated into God's mission for the world. We are given the opportunity to live out our faith in ways that accomplish God's desire for humanity. God doesn't need us, but chooses to use us anyway. For whatever reasons the angel sits there, consider why the Marys found him to begin with. He was a messenger. He needed to be where the Marys would be. He knew they would be at the tomb. Could he have met them anywhere else? Sure, but I wonder if that's part of our lesson. The angel understood the fear of the women, so he probably understood their pain as well. He knew they would have had to be at the tomb that day. He met them where their pain would lead them, and he waited. Most of us are familiar with the build it and they will come approach to ministry. That's how a lot of us first learned ministry. Well, we are finally seeing the effects of relying on such an approach to God's work. It doesn't seem like God wanted us to find a spot, get comfortable, and just sit around waiting for people to come to us. What we see happening in Matthew 
And what we see Jesus do time and time again is the servant of God going to where the pain is. People ask me all the time about getting new people to church. I'm sure you've had some of those conversations. When you do, probe a little bit. What has the church done to identify, seek out, and meet those new people? How do we wait for them? Most times, I find we want to sit and wait in our sanctuaries and expect people to meet us there. That's not what the angel did. It's not how Jesus lived. Where can you sit and wait for others to bring their pain? Wherever that is, there's your chance to bring the good news of Jesus. Stay blessed.